हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम द श्रीमद भगवतम फर्स्ट कैंटो नाइन्थ चैप्टर टेक्स्ट सेवनटीन एंड द टॉपिक of chapter 9 is the passing away of bishma dev all of the chapters in the scripture are very interesting and as i usually say there's a lesson in each and every one in any particular line of the scripture there is knowledge we just have to take our time and be still to take advantage of hearing if we're fortunate the transcendental knowledge that we are capable of receiving so before we continue to text 17 we like to sing our traditional love song jai radha madhava jai radha madhava kunja bihari jai radhamadhava kunja bihari jai gopi janavallabha kirivaradari jai gopi janavallabha kirivaradari yashora nandana brajacharanjanan yashuranandan brajacharanjanan yamunati ravanachari yamunati ravanachari jai radhamadhava kunja bihari jai radhamadhava kunja bihari
Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Kirivaradari Yashoda Nandana Brajachara Ranjanan Yashoda Nandana Brajachara Ranjanan Yamuna Vanachari Yamuna Vanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jaya Radha Kalachanji Radha Kalachanji Radhi Jaya Jaya Jagannath 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 Jaya Jaya Jagannath Jaya Jaya Baladev, 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 Jaya Jaya Baladev, Baladev. Jaya Jaya Subhadra, 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 Jaya Jaya Subhadra. Jaya Gornitai, 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 Jaya Jaya Gornitai. Nitai Goro Haribo, 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 Nitai Goro Haribo. Jai Srila Prabhupada, Jai Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji Dam Ki Jai. Thank you so much, Prabhu, for that uh, inspiring music, the, the rhythm, the everything that Krishna wanted. He must have brought you here to do that today. <laughs> That's perfect.
Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, before we read mm, text 17. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Text 17 Tashma idam deva tantram vyavasya bharata shabaha Tashyanu vihito nata natapahi praja prabo. Tashmari dam deva tantram vyavasya barata shaba. Tashyanu vihito nata natapahi praja prabo. Tashmari dam deva tantram vyavasya barata shaba. Tashyanu vihito nata. Natapahi praja prabo. Would anyone like to repeat? Tasmaidam deva tantram. Vyavasya bharatashaba. Tasyanu vihito nata Natapahi praja prabhu Tasmaridam deva tantram Tasyanu vihito nata Natapahi Prajaprabhu Tashmaridam Deva Tatram Vyavasya Bharata Shabha Tashyanu Vihito Nata Natapahi Prajaprabhu Tashmaidam deva tantram Yavasya barita shava Tashanu vihito nata Natapahi praja prabhu Tashmaidam deva tantram Yavasya barita shava Tashyanu vihito nata, natapahi prajat prabhu. Tashmat, therefore, idam, this, deva, I'm sorry, deva tantram, enchantment of providence only, vyavasya, Ascertaining. Bharata Shabha. O best among the descendants of Bharat. Tasya. By him. 
anuvitaha, as desired. Anattaha, helpless. Nata, O Master. Pahi, just take care of. Praja, of the subjects. Prabhu, O Lord. Translation, O best among the descendants of Bharat, Yudhisthira. I maintain, therefore, that all this is within the plan of the Lord. Accepting the inconceivable plan of the Lord, you must follow it. You are now the appointed administrative head, and, my Lord, you should now take care of those subjects who are now rendered helpless. The purport, the popular saying is that a housewife teaches the daughter-in-law by teaching the daughter. Similarly, the Lord teaches the world by teaching the devotee. The devotee does not have to learn anything new from the Lord because the Lord teaches the sincere devotee always from within. Whenever, therefore, a show is made to teach the devotee, as in the case of the teachings of Bhagavad Gita, it is for teaching the less intelligent men. A devotee's duty, therefore, is to ungrudgingly accept tribulations from the Lord as a benediction. The Pandavas were advised by Bhishma Dev to accept the responsibility of administration without hesitation. The poor subjects were without protection due to the battle of Kurusetra, and they were awaiting the assumption of power by Maharaj Yudhisthira. A pure devotee of the Lord accepts tribulations as favors from the Lord. Since the Lord is absolute, there is no mundane difference between the two. Om Yinyana Timarandasya Gananjanan Chalakaya Jakshu Militamina Tashmai Shri Gurave Namaha So lots of thoughts come to mind. Many thoughts. Let's see if I can organize them. So that in some way, something that has been said today, by the mercy of Sri Guru and Guranga and Radha Kalachanji, Dham, the altar of Radha Kalachanji, by their mercy, you take away something that is beneficial and helpful to you today. Not necessarily something that you have not heard before, but maybe now you're seeing it in a different light. When I read this, I thought there are a lot of things that are being said, but before I wanted to get into the things that are being said, it is a good reminder to let, and I think most of the... um, individuals here in the temple room are initiated. It is to reinforce the understanding and the fact that as a devotee, 
you are not necessarily guaranteed an easy time. As a matter of fact, when you become a devotee, the obstacles will appear. And even more so, I understand that as you take second initiation, they're even more intense. But just remember, this is not a punishment. And as it is, as is ultimately saying here, these hardships and these challenges are actually a benediction of the Lord. And you wonder why this entourage, everyone is coming in the manner in which they're coming to pay their respects to Bhishma Dev as he's planning on leaving his body. Everything that is happening, there is a reason, a purpose for it. As difficult as it is for some people to understand, there are no accidents. Everything has an origination. Every single thing. It does not matter what your background is. It does not matter what your finances are, what your education is. Whether or not you enter the world in a beautiful or a handsome body, whether or not you entered the family of a Brahmana, whether or not you entered the world poor, there is no one that can tell you how your life is going to be laid out except Krishna. But the thing is, with Krishna, he's the most ultimate, the most powerful mystic. You can never know what he's going to do. Even Lord Shiva or Lord Brahma, and they're demigods. They couldn't tell you from moment to moment what Krishna was going to do. And that's the nice part about having a supreme personality, of having Krishna. Because you know that when you have Krishna, you have the most perfect individual, the best of everything that you could possibly think of. But don't expect him to operate or behave in an average way compared to the average jiva. The passing away of Bhishma Dev is significant because, as has been mentioned a couple of times, he was given the boon of leaving his body when he chose to leave it. And yes, it does seem very odd to see his body in the books in the uh, Bhagavad Gita, as they have illustrated it, he's lying on a bed of arrows. The average individual would be dead. But Bhishma Dev has a purpose. You think about the Pandavas. The Pandavas came 
from a very good background, spiritually grounded, all the necessities in a successful spiritual life and in a good life were all theirs. So it didn't really make sense for them to go through the trials and the eras. Well, not so much the eras, but the issues and situations that they were caught in. And it is also mentioned, I think it was in text 16 or 17, not 16, 15 or 16, that the Pandavas had not done anything. There were no adverse uh, actions that they took in their lifetime. They were perfect. But yet and still, they suffered many reverses in their life. You could say, just stepping away from this subject for a moment, you could say that right now we're going through a reversal of time, of life as we have known it, simply because of a, can we put it lightly and say a bug, the pandemic. I am sure that decades from now, and maybe centuries from now, when we've all left our bodies, they'll still be writing about this. And you know what? If you really understand who Krishna is, you will know that this situation has already been solved. It's just that it hasn't been played out in our material vision. Krishna has already resolved this. There's a reason that Krishna has allowed this to manifest. There have been different comments. Some of the comments have been it is an international, it's international karma. Practically every country has done something to some degree to affect the spiritual energy in the world. I'm not going to say that is the only reason, but this particular pandemic has a purpose. What we must not do is throw our hands up and give up. Because most of us were around. Think about it. Most of us were around when the Black Plague took place. We left our bodies. And eventually we came to be here, some of us. Some of us were other places. But the point is, even the Black Plague was not the end of the world. This, I believe, has been most devastating as the Black Plague. But getting back to the scriptures, the Lord has a plan. The Lord has a plan for every single individual, come to think of it. But the Lord has a plan. Whenever you see a situation that doesn't make sense to you, don't try to figure it out. Put Krishna in the center of your life. 
when you are coming to know and understand him, put Krishna in the center of your life because everything else will revolve around him. Even the understanding that you will need to come to, even the durability, the stability of your intelligence, of your mood, will depend on Krishna. And if we but do something very simple, we just drop our guard, surrender to Krishna. He'll take care of everything. Krishna wanted this scenario between Bhishma Dev and the Pandavas to play out in such a way that there was an honoring of the Pandus, I guess you could say an honoring of them, because they had been through so much, and Bhishma Dev had not been perfect. He was not perfect, but he was he's being given an opportunity to try to rectify the things that he's done in the past. And in addition to that, he has Krishna there to see eye to eye to Krishna before he leaves his body. Also, Yudhisthira is there. Yudhisthira has done some things also. But he is being placed in a position of authority. When you think about individuals from the past, when you think of, let's say, hmm, Prahlad Maharaj, and I may pull information about Prahlad Maharaj because he's connected to Nishringadev, and Nishringadev I love. I am very attached to Nishringadev. But you think of Prahlad Maharaj, he comes into a wealthy family, his father is a demon. But even before Prahlad left the womb of his mother, he had a conversation with Krishna that if he came out of the situation of what was happening to his mother outside of the womb, he would dedicate his life to Krishna. Well, he got an opportunity, but I don't think he imagined it would play out the way it did. Now, yes, Krishna did allow his father, Hiranyakasipu, to attempt to take his life. Krishna didn't stop it. He didn't stop Hiranyakasipu's actions because that was supposed to happen. What he did do was he put a stop to any harm that came to Prahlad Maharaj. Now, we wonder why he even had to go through that, but there was a reason behind that too. There was a reason behind Ajamil. Ajamil started out as a very good family man, religious, I do recall, that he did start out with some good foundation of a background, but because of the weaknesses of the flesh, he became involved outside of his marriage with a prostitute. And during the balance of his life, he lived a very sinful life with the prostitute. Very sinful. And when you stand back and you look at his life from a distance, you imagine, oh, Ajamil's going to hell. Ajamil has to go to hell because of what he has done 
to his family. He's offended them. He's offended his wife. He's broken the marital vows. There is no way in the world he is going to see the Lord. But the circumstances were such that he named his son Narayana. And just as he was leaving his body and the Yamadutas were coming to take his soul, he called out Narayana. And even though he was not really addressing Narayana, the Lord, the fact that he said Narayana, and that is the Lord's name, as he was calling for his son, the Vishnu Dutas rescued him. That was a situation that would have surprised, I'm sure, people at the time that he was even saved because he was quite a sinful individual. Now, there was also a situation with one of Krishna's classmates. And I want to pick the brains of those that are here. Now, this classmate went to school with Krishna, and he was in a situation where he and his wife were in need of things, but he didn't want to go to Krishna to ask for anything. And his wife is encouraging him to go to Krishna because we're poor, we need things, but the individual chose not to be in that mood of give me, give me, give me from Krishna. Now, does anyone remember this saint's, this individual's name? I'm trying to remember it, but I'm drawing a blank. What is it? Sudam. Yes, Sudam. Yes, Sudam. Um, You would think that being in the company of Krishna, he would not have wanted for anything. Even if he was a schoolmate, which he was of Krishna, why was he poor? I'm sure somewhere in the scriptures there's an explanation behind it, but the point is, you see things that happen, and they don't make sense, but if you look at it a little bit longer or you study it, you'll find out there is a plan behind everything. Well, of course, we know Sadama goes to the Lord Krishna, and he takes flat rice, which he's embarrassed to give, but he gives anyway, and Krishna thinks it's the best thing in the world for his taste buds. Sadama goes there. He doesn't ask for anything, but when he gets home, he has a mansion. His wife has everything she needs. He has everything he needs. And you wonder, what? why? Why did that happen? We're not supposed to be God. We're not supposed to know everything. And if we are so curious to have all these situations answered, well, if you're lucky enough and you end up in Krishna Loka, then you'll have an opportunity to ask Krishna why this happened or why that happened. But the point is, what happens in life, what happened here, after the battle of Kurusetra, there was a purpose behind it. Even the temporary moments when Bhishma Dave did not try his best to win the war. I mean, even his fellow warriors came up to him and asked, you know, you're not fighting like you used to fight. There was a reason behind it. He had done some wrong to the Pandavas, and at this point, on his deathbed, or on his bed of arrows, he was going to resolve all of this. 
Now, what we have to keep in mind is that even though we may hear situations, we may know people that are in situations that are horrible to even think about. There is always a pattern behind it. The Lord has a pattern, a reason for everything that's done. Has someone done you wrong and your desire is to get even? Initially, as we're growing in Krishna consciousness and we're not perfect, the ultimate response is you want to get even with this person, but it's not your call to get even with them. You see, what will happen eventually, even though you may not be around when Krishna chastises whatever individual that's done something, Krishna sees everything, and he will do the needful. Our purpose, our point, our goal is to continue to behave as devotees, to follow the rules and guidelines, the regulations, do the needful, Realize that there are three natures that will impact us in some way. Sometimes you'll be able to see it clearly, sometimes you won't. Things that we cause to happen, like adhyatma, things that other people may cause, adibhuta, and things that are caused by providence, by the demigods. There is a reason. And then Kali, the time. Time has a particular order. Everything that's happening now has already been predicted. It is not a mystery. There is, and there always are instructions on any scenario that we go through in life. Getting back to Bhishma Dave. Getting back to the Pandavas and the Lord. The scene was set up for the highest good of everyone that was there. Yudhisthira got the blessings of Bhishma Dev to take the responsibility of leading the kingdom. It was his responsibility now. The people were in need of leadership and no matter what has happened in the past, he's been selected to lead them. The Pandavas, even though they did not have to necessarily attend the deathbed of Bhishma Dev, they came accordingly to their family background, how they were raised. They were raised as Pukka devotees. So they had no hard feelings for Bhishma Dev. And this is grandfather Bhishma Dev to them. But Bhishma Dev, as I said, had the opportunity to smooth everything out with the Pandavas, to let them know how proud he was of them, to see them in their elaborate clothing, to see them as accomplished individuals, regardless of what they've been through. He was proud of this. This made him happy. And I'm sure that it made the Pandavas happy to see that they had 
and understanding now, a mutual understanding of love with their grandfather now as he's leaving his body. Krishna is there like the puppet master. He set the scene. You might say that he's there to make sure everything goes according to the order that he has set. But he's there to give Bhishma Dev also a glorious send-off. All of us should be so fortunate as to have the Lord in present or to be able to look in the eyes of the Lord. But you know what? As we're leaving our bodies, if we do not have the opportunity to visually see the Lord, you can count on the Maha Mantra. The Hare Krishna Mantra is the same as the Lord. There is always a presence of the Lord. And for devotees, there's like a special favor. Because somehow or another, the Lord arranges that we have the necessary, the right individuals around us at the time of death. So as I said, when I looked at the, um, when I looked at the scripture, I thought there are a lot of things that could be said. And I'm sure someone else will come through the next time we go around reading the scriptures again and they will see or add something different to this text. But the main thing that I grasp from this is that what goes around comes around. What goes around comes around. Whatever you do, in one way or another, is coming back to you. And it is very foolish to do things that you know are inherently wrong and against the rules and regulations of a spiritual individual, of a devotee, to do it and think that no one sees anything. Krishna sees everything. He doesn't miss a trick. And it should behoove us to be the best devotee that we can be, to take this opportunity during the pandemic to share ourselves with others, And you may notice that a lot of individuals are going through a crisis right now. Even devotees that you would imagine are very, very strong. You find out the essence of an individual during a crisis. And it may surprise you. Some of these strongest ones outwardly are sometimes some of the weakest. When a crisis comes up. Our responsibility is to share what we've been given from Guru, to share the understandings of the scriptures that we have, to be a positive aspect of someone's life, to take an opportunity to be a spiritual warrior on a battlefield. Every single one of us has a battle of Kurusetra. And if we can do one thing, just remember that whatever's happening in your life, that old saying is, all is not lost, all is not lost. Take faith in Krishna. Know that Krishna has your best wishes, your well-being, 
He is your ever-well-wisher. He is all of that. Sometimes our material vision sees an illusion. It seems like, oh, everything is against me. Oh, this is not going to happen. Oh, I'm losing my job. Um, cars not acting right. The car's breaking down. I have no love in my life. I have no one to love me. I have... That you go on and on and on, and you can talk about all the things that you do not have. You have placed Krishna in the center of your life. And you must know that everything will be as it should be, that in its own time, and not always in our time, but in Krishna's time, he will establish order. And I truly believe that this situation that we're going through right now with the pandemic, there will be some degree of order established. We may never operate the same as we did before. Maybe we might even be better. But the one thing that I would really like to see out of all of this is that we all come to an understanding that beneath these skins, beneath this bag of bones, we are all one big family. And if this pandemic does anything, if it can do one thing, it should bring us all together and unify us. Because each and every one of us in some way or a family member in some way or a friend in some way has been affected. And if they're affected, we're affected. When they feel good or bad, uh, we feel good or bad. What is paradukaduki? We feel for each other. This may be a unifying factor that comes out of this particular situation. But remember, it is not an accident. So getting back to text 17, I see it ultimately as an explanation of karmic activities coming to a head. I see it as being Krishna divined and I see Krishna's hand in every single moment, in the translation, in the purport. And I like the translation, accepting the inconceivable plan of the Lord. I'd like to read that again, and we're going to come to an end. I know that our time is almost up. But it says, O best among the descendants of Bharat, Yudhisthira, I maintain, therefore, that all this is within the plan of the Lord. And he's talking about where they are. They're in the, they're on the battlefield. Bishma Dev is lying. You know the you know the scene. And he says, accepting the inconceivable plan of the Lord. You must follow it, which means that if there is something that you intuitively know you have been instructed to do, you know it's an instruction from the Lord, and you really have to be connected to understand that it's not some nonsense. But when you know that it's an instruction from the Lord, you have to follow it. It is an offense to have an instruction given to you and not taken, especially by guru, 
It is very offensive to the orders of instructions. When guru gives you an instruction and you don't follow it. Here it's saying it's an inconceivable plan of the Lord. You must follow it. And as Bhishma Dev is designating where everyone should be, he tells you to see you are now appointed administrative head. And he's addressing him in my Lord. You should now take care of those subjects who are now rendered helpless. Because if you remembered earlier, the, uh, the cousin wanted the position of the throne, but it played out where it was given ultimately to you to steer. So we will end at this point. Um, does anyone have any points of interest that you want to share, a different way that you're seeing chapter 17, uh, text 17? Any realizations that you might want to share? Please feel free to do so. Yes, Prabhu, do you have the mic? Yeah. Is it working? Okay, yes. As much as usual. Yes, Prabhu. We were reading yesterday in a book called Many Moons by Giri Raj Swami. Mm. A description of the last days of Bhakti Tirtha Swami, your Guru Maharaj. Yes. Uh, how did he stay so upbeat? Enlivened and happy with the under, when his body, his whole world was uh, coming to an end. As far as his body, his 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 uh, friends and well wishers, his mm-hmm. disciples, he was in incredible pain. Yes, the legs chopped off. Yes, and, uh, some, but it didn't sound. It didn't. The story didn't. Make it sound like a a sad ending. It sounded more like a happy ending. How, how did he uh, stay? That so, was unbelievable. So positive. That was unbelievable because it seemed like every week we would get a message saying uh, Guru Dave is about to leave his body. So people would run from different parts of the country and they run to Gita Nagri, and it didn't manifest. And there was a joke, but it was a very loving joke that even as Srila Prabhupada is calling Guru Dave, he, he's still not ready to go anywhere. But he had this energy where he saw the good in everything. He saw the good even in the fact that there were so many things going wrong in the world, and some of those things were within the movement. That bothered him greatly, but he had so much love that during the last time he was in Mayapur, I had an opportunity to be there, and he gave a class, and I think, I'm sure I came in afterwards, but he had offered himself to devotees, uh, asking the Lord to allow him to take on whatever negative things that the devotees would need to go through, let him take it. 
And people thought that it was an arrogant statement, but it really wasn't. He was just that loving that he came from the background of love. The relationship he had in the family uh, with his brothers and sisters, the relationship that he had with his mother was pure love. And he took that same understanding and he used it with us. To us, even though our ages were similar, we looked at him as not so much a big brother, but a father. And it was as if whatever he did not have in his childhood, he manifested that and he gave it back to the devotees. He also understood that he had a connection with Srila Prabhupada. He had had certain visions that gave him an understanding of where he might be going. And it wasn't that he was behaving like a sahajya. He actually had visions. He knew that everything was going to be okay. He set the mood as to who would be around him at the time. And ultimately he knew that his devotees loved him so much because even when he wasn't able to give like he wanted to, but he was still available to the devotees during his illness, he still saw us. He still had darshan with us. Sometimes he would be leaning on a pillow but he felt obligated to give us instructions, to give us as much as he could before he left this world. But he left it in a mood of love and seemingly no issues of pain or none of that. You, none of that we picked up from him. How did he do it? Obviously, he had a higher connection than we did. I pray that, if not everyone, at least, let's say, for instance, whenever it's my turn to leave the body, I would like to be in that mood where there was no fright because he understood where he was going. He understood Srila Prabhupada. And he had such a good connections. His brothers had gone before him. Even to Krishna Goswami, Gurudev had already said that when Tamal Krishna Goswami came to Gita Nagri, that he was ready to go. And what happened is some of the, uh, a set of the deities came to Gita Nagri. And that was as good as Tamal Krishna Goswami coming. To Gita Nagri. That was his signal that it was time to go. But he took things on in such a way that even obstacles he smiled at. It was like a challenge for him. So of course, death being the ultimate ob- obstacle was a wonderful challenge for him because he had lived his life in such a way that whatever issues he had with anyone In his last days, he made it a point to resolve those issues, which is important that you do it. Not to say that he had imperfect relationships. Anytime there was a a difference of opinion with a godbrother, he tried to resolve it. 
before he left his body. That's the way you want to leave, with a clean slate, with your hands or your head at the lotus feet of Guru, Srila Prabhupada, the Parampara, all the Vaishnavas, and Lord Krishna. You want to leave in such a way that you are in the association of devotees. That is a glorious passing away. And as we'll see, Bhishma Dave, a grandfather, Bhishma Dave leaves also in a glorious way. So he was a, a, a to answer your question, Bhakti Tirta Swami was um, a very unique individual at the time he was in his body. I didn't understand him because he was like out there. He was just above and beyond anything that most of us understood. I now understand why he did a lot of the things that he did, and there was a method to what he did. There was a reason behind it. You know, not to compare him with the Lord, but there was a reason that he did everything that he did. And even though he may have had disagreements, what came later is that those disagreements he had were shown as points of interest for Iskan and for his brothers and sisters. And they used those particular points that they may have felt were radical at the time he was in his body. They're using those same subjects and tactics now. But he saw in advance what was necessary, and he did the needful. He was very bold. That I'd like to follow, those footsteps. Yeah. Thank you for asking, always. Thank you. Any other questions? All right, so we're going to end at this point and uh, forever grateful that you are attending this lecture this morning. The weather was not the greatest, but you got special mercy to be here because there are a lot of people that wanted to come, but they didn't. They weren't able to. So consider yourself fortunate. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaur Pramananda, Haribo.